Hey, it's Hope and it's spooky shit. That's our theme song that I just played for you. Should I should I not put in the actual music for this one or is it going to be like a fun mashup? Um, I think it'll be a f- like a kind of fun mashup. I actually haven't listened to our theme song in like a really long time, so I'm not quite sure if that's yeah. what that's like. Yeah. But we yeah, can I mean, tell who uh, does the editing in the group, huh? Yeah, it used to be more equal, and then yeah. I just became a sack, a piece of shit with the reboot no, here. No, 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 no. Today is a day for positivity. It's a day for positivity. I forgot to introduce myself. I'm Brandy. This is spooky oh, shit. That's Brandy. Um, today we we're happy. We're happy for the first time in six months. <laughs> yeah, and like, like. Yeah, I'm like mm-hmm. here in California now. I'm out of mm-hmm. the hell New York. And yeah. it, even though California uh, isn't doing uh, great, I'm here <laughs> with my family. Yeah. And we're all we're all like, you know, not sad. And yes. that's great. We it's just like despite the fucked up nature of literally everything feeling like a wave of positivity and i am riding it into the sunset uh, for as long as it'll take me uh it might have something to do with the fact that i'm definitely on a ghost period and like the the swings are swinging but i'm gonna if it's on an upswing i'm gonna fucking ride it i'm sorry that's real Did, did you say ghost period yeah, don't worry about it. So, like, no, you, what? when you feel no, what? the feeling, you gotta just... No, what just... does it mean? <laughs> no, what does it mean? Okay, well, when you're on the birth control I am, sometimes you stop having a period, but you keep having hormones. So it's like a period, uh... but it's not really there, so it's a ghost. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I've had that before. Mm-hmm. I just haven't ever called it that, and I just, I, I love it. Yeah, you're correct. That's when what I, it like, is. When I, like, take down my underwear and stare into it, it goes... Sometimes. Does it really do that? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm also really excited mm-hmm. because we're talking about UFOs today. And I know we've talked about UFOs before. We've talked about aliens. Yeah. yeah. I think I was possessed at one point or I was an alien or, like, it's part fine. alien. Look, it's fine. Someone, it's in the wiki somewhere. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, I just really love talking about fucking UFOs. Mm-hmm. And while I was telling my mom about this, she told me her UFO story. <gasps> Don't. Yeah. No, yeah. she's... Oh, my God. Do you want to hear it? Primary source, please. Okay, so it was the 70s. My mom was either 14 or 19. She does not remember. <laughs> yeah. She was in a cow field with her boyfriend in Massachusetts. That's it- such a Midwestern thing to say. But it's not, it's not, it was Massachusetts, but it was well, a cow field. They're all the middle. They're, <laughs> it's not in the middle. Yeah. Well, if you're not California, you're Midwestern. Yeah. Um, and they saw just go over them like really slowly at first, like a cigarette shaped silver cylinder kind of like smoothly going overhead with no sound. What? And then it paused and then it went really fast and disappeared <gasps> yeah and oh. they never and just and they never told anyone but each other because they didn't want to be called crazy and they were in a fucking cow field yeah what you're not you're not gonna be in a cow field for this you gotta be, be no you have to be in a cow field. 
That is gotta be confirmed. Confirmed. Kyle Harris confirms it. Why would she lie? Mm -mm. You know, what does she what does she have to gain? I mean, it's not like it's not going to change her life. It doesn't do anything for her. So it's got to be true. Exactly. Exactly. Um, But yeah, I need to. I rely on you for all my historical information. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I'll need you to tell me more about how UFOs, the history <laughs> of aliens in America, maybe. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna boil it all. I'll write down to okay. what we what we really need is Roswell, fucking yeah. the Roswell UFO incident. And I'm gonna just say this right off the bat that this. What I'm going to tell you is just a huge ripoff of the BuzzFeed Unsolved episode. That's fantastic. That's Um, fantastic. Yeah. Because they did research and they read books and I ain't going to fucking read a book. So Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I wouldn't read a book. No. So if you want to hear men talk about it, you can go to BuzzFeed Unsolved. Exactly. But But now we're offering you this this custom content. Mm tailored mm. t- by women so by women we're for actually whoever for anyone actually who listens yeah. to this yeah um and it's it, it, it's a service we provide yeah so if you just yeah. like that docet tone of my voice here we go i'm gonna set the stage it go is ahead. the summer of 1947 we are just getting out of world war ii so it's a bad time and yeah. also the cold war is just like spicing up so it's oh, a yeah. really bad time mm-hmm. uh and then this year, for some reason, there was just like a huge uptick in UFO sightings. Everybody wow. is seeing them all over the country. Huh. Uh, and this is from BuzzFeed, so who knows if it's true. But in the last six months of 1947, there were 300 reported UFO sightings. The last how many months? Six months. 300? Yeah. Wow. Wild. What? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, the aliens were really into Earth during this year yeah. for some reason. So, now we get to Roswell. And it's there's a lot of, like, hoopla about this, obviously. It's like... Hoopla! So, thank you. Mm-hmm. It's so well known that there's, like, a lot of conflicting information. But the one thing we know for sure is that something crashed into Foster Ranch near Roswell, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And what that was is the thing everyone argues about. So let's hit the timeline of what the fuck went down. July 2nd, a bunch of witnesses report hearing a loud crash in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. July 4th, a rancher named Mac Brazel decides to go check out the area he heard the crash come from. And... Mm -hmm. He finds some debris on Foster Ranch. And now this debris is going to become a whole thing. Okay. What it was, what it is, what it has been said to be is how, how all a do. whole thing. Um, Is there pictures of this debris? Maybe. <gasps> okay. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. July 7th. Mac Brazel goes and he shows the pieces of this debris to the local sheriff, Sheriff George Wilcox. And Mm -hmm. Wilcox is like, "Uh, I don't know what this is. So he calls up the nearby Roswell Army Airfield base. Uh, And this is like a very famous base that was home to like really elite dudes. Um, 
And he tells this dude, Colonel Butch Blanchard, about this weird debris. Um, sorry, there's going to be a lot of names. So Damn. Damn, Butch. Butch. Yeah. Butch is like, okay, we got to check this out. So he calls up his intelligence officer, Major Jesse Marcel, to go to the crash site and, like, get the materials. He's like, enough with this game of telephone. Jesse, go check it out. Right? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, June 8th, a Mr. Oh and Mrs. Yeah, I know. A Mr. and Mrs. Dan Wilmot go to the local newspaper and they tell them that they have seen a flying disc in the middle of the Oof. night on July, when was it? Second. They saw a flying disc and. Why, why did they wait so long? What's, ha- what's happening? Mm, they're okay. farmers. They got shit to do. Got farm. shit to do. Yeah. yeah, they got stuff going on. So they tell the newspaper they saw a flying disc. And what the newspaper printed was this. Basically, um, in the middle of the night, they're hanging out on their bench or their porch. And they're like looking up at the sky. And they see a large glowing object that like zooms across the sky very quickly. And they both, like, run down to look at it. And they say that in, like, 40 or 50 seconds, it's, like, flying. And it seems to be, like, 1,500 feet up. But he's just, like, estimating all of this. Um, huh. And he says that it looked like an oval shape that that was, like, two inverted saucers sort of facing each other. Um, and that the entire thing glowed like there was a light on the inside. Which is interesting. And then Mr. Wilmot said that he didn't hear any sound. But Mrs. Wilmot said that she heard like a a swishing noise coming from it. Mm. Um, And it basically just like disappeared over the hilltop and and everyone heard a crash. Uh, Okay. uh Uh-huh. And and they are the only ones, apparently, who reported, like, seeing something that night. A lot of people said they heard stuff, but these are the people who said they, like, saw something. Okay. And these are the only people who saw something. Yeah. Uh, who okay. reported it. Like, you know. Yeah, we can't really know. Can we? I, and, and I think a lot of people came forward years later and said they saw something, but this is the one report we have from, like, that time. Okay. okay. Uh, so, a few minutes later... According to whatever website I was reading, Marcel, <laughs> the guy who checked out the debris, calls up Butch, uh, that colonel guy, and yeah. he's like, oh, shit, uh, this debris is weird. You got to hear all about it. And Butch mm-hmm. is like, this is crazy. I got to tell the press. So the but- colonel <laughs> okay. releases a press release only minutes after the Wilmot story saying that they believe they discovered a flying saucer. They use the Butch. term flying saucer. Butch, you're going to get fired. What are you doing? Butch, you're going to get fired. I don't you think gotta, government you, like that. Yeah, you got to send that up the, the flagpole first, Butch. You can't just do this shit. Oh, well. Maybe, you know, he freedom thought fighters. He was, maybe he thought he was at the top or maybe he thought the people needed to know. Yeah. 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 So, uh, of course, as you predicted, the Air Force is like, what the fuck, Butch? <laughs> And yeah. his boss, uh, General Roger Ramey, is like, nah, nah, nah. I order that this debris, whatever it is, is taken to me in Fort Worth and I get to inspect it. And he he gets it and he looks at it and he's like, this is a weather balloon. Okay. Uh, 
y'all are stupid. This is one of our high-tech weather balloon devices. Uh, And so same day, they're like, let's do another press release. Actually, it was a weather balloon and Butch and uh, Marcel were dumb and sorry. (laughs) (laughs) "Mm, Okay. Mm -hmm. But it was moving really fast, right? Was that the thing? That's what the Wilmot said. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, this release came with a picture, the only known picture of this supposed debris. And it's like spread out in Raimi's office. Um, And then they have Marcel, the guy who went to the place and found it, like posing with the stuff, which is really weird. Like, he's like, look at what I found. I was stupid. I thought this was (laughs) alien stuff, but it's a weather balloon. I'm proud of how stupid I was. Ha ha. Um, and uh, they were like, look, these pieces are obviously weather balloon pieces. Uh, and everyone like saw that and they were like, mm, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So everyone uh, everyone agreed. Well, what about the, the farmers? So here's what happened. It It is like alleged that on July 9th, like a day after all these press releases came out, the officers find Brazel, the guy who first found the stuff, and mm-hmm. they like questioned him. And it is alleged that he was like taken to some like <gasps> military office, um, and he had to release like, and then he like went back to the newspaper and released like a revised version of his story. Like Brazel <gasps> then came out after this weird meeting, and he was like, "Oh." The debris I found was rubber strips, tinfoil, a rather tough paper, and sticks. Oh, somebody was threatened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and shit. so everyone was like, well, the rancher says it was sticks, and the government says it was sticks, and the dumb guy who said it was a flying saucer is posing in the picture with sticks, so it must have been sticks. <laughs> yeah. And everyone just, like, forgets about it. Okay. Th- really? Until nineteen seventy-eight. It's it takes that long. Nineteen seventy-eight? Mm-hmm. Yep. Wait. What the fuck? Yeah. Everyone was just like, you know what? We've been through a war and <laughs> we're we're just really fucking tired. And I don't yeah. want to think about like aliens being in the sky. Until 1978. Yeah. And the 1978 happens and everyone's like, you know what we are into now? Aliens. Yeah. And so this guy named Stanton Friedman, he's a nuclear physicist and a ufologist. And he decides to interview the people who are involved with the Roswell incident because he's like, I smell a rat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Something happened. Yeah. So first he interviews Marcel, who was... Our poor guy. He got, like, fucking raked over the coals, this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he asked him, like, what really happened? And Marcel, like, stirred up this whole investigation when he states that he still believes that that debris was definitely not a weather balloon. <gasps> he was like, I am saying it now, 1978, that photo... And Mac Brazel's accounts of the debris was all faked, and the true stuff was completely covered up. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. hmm And so Friedman was like, 
well, if it wasn't this tinfoil and sticks, like, what did you find? And he was like, the main thing he found was a really weird metal. Like, okay. pieces of this metal. And he describes it like this. Uh, I'm quoting him. It felt like you had nothing in your hands. It wasn't any thicker than the foil of a pack of cigarettes. But the thing about it that got me is that you couldn't even bend it. You couldn't even <gasps> dent it. Even a sledgehammer would bounce off of it. I knew that I had never seen anything like that before. End quote. What the fuck? Yeah. What? And completely separate to this, I was watching a video about like uh, detecting lies and like how you detect deception. Uh-huh. And one of the things they say is that when people lie, they typically only talk about like what they saw or what they heard because that's what mm-hmm. they like imagine. But yeah. when people are actually telling the truth, they bring in a lot more senses. And I'm noticing yeah. that he's talking about the weight of this thing, the yeah. like feeling of this thing, and yeah. all these other things that wouldn't be from someone who's making up a story. Oh, sh- shit. Yeah, and also, like, what is this guy's motivation for lying? Yeah. He's not like, this isn't like a money-making venture, is it? Or like, I guess... well. I mean, it would, the motivation could be that he made a mistake back, you know, in 1947, and then he wants to, like, clear his name, like, no, 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 I really was something weird, and the government's lying. Like, if he... No, yeah, of course. Yeah. I just, I mean, like, there's no motivation for him to lie that I'm seeing. Well, the motivation would be that, like, if he did find a weather balloon and told everybody it was alien shit, that... Uh, you know, he's really, his whole reputation's destroyed. So if he's trying to rescue some of his reputation, he would lie about the government and say, like, it really wasn't a weather balloon. Like, I was right all along. Oh. You know? I guess. So, but also, like, this is so many years later, and he only yeah. started talking about because somebody is asking him, like, if he really wanted to, like, save his reputation so bad, you think he would have done it sooner? Yeah, it didn't, it's already gone. Yeah, exactly. Huh. So, and and even more proof to this is that he was an intelligence officer who, like, worked on a military airbase for, like, right. very high-tech, important, like, pilot shit. He knew all materials used in aircrafts and air travel, like, even the new shit they were inventing on site. But he couldn't identify this stuff. Like, yeah. if anyone could identify it, it would be him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Friedman goes on and he interviews Bill Brazel, who is the son of Mac, the original rancher who found it. And Bill said that over the years, he actually visited that site of the crash and he had found bits of weird metal as well. (gasps) A similar type of metal? Here's how he described it. And I don't know if they're talking to each other, but probably not because one's like a random rancher and the other is like a, a high level military dude yeah so he said quote this stuff wouldn't tear and was actually a bit darker in color than tinfoil more like lead foil except very thin and extremely lightweight the odd thing about this foil was that you could wrinkle it and lay it back down and it would immediately resume its original shape it was quite pliable yet you couldn't crease or bend it like ordinary metal end quote why is that scaring me (laughs) because it (laughs) it's the same you like you can 
it's so light and pliable, but you can't make a dent in it. That's weird. And what the fuck? And like so specific, you know, it's not like I saw lights in the sky. It's like this really specific thing. Uh I love it. This is good shit. There's even more witnesses that came forward from the airbase that corroborate this weird metal, including Butch Blanchard. The uh, obviously Butch is in there. Butch is in there. Causing problems. Sheriff Wilcox, the like local sheriff, he said so. And then uh, they they interviewed a ton more people. uh, These ufologists, they like interviewed original military guys they interviewed citizens of roswell and friedman concluded that this incident back in 1947 was nothing other than a massive cover-up it had to have been holy shit Mm -hmm. and there are two main theories of what actually happened and i'm gonna give them to you yes please god yes 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 Mm -hmm. theory one is that the thing they found was actually a weather balloon. Mm-hmm. Yes. But that's what they want us to believe. Right. But not the way that you think. Okay. So, <laughs> in 1994, the Air Force released a statement that the events at Roswell actually were a cover up. What? What? what, what? The yeah. Air Force released this statement? Yeah, the Air Force admitted that what happened at Roswell actually was a cover-up. What is happening? Okay. Yeah. But they said, but it's not about aliens. It's it's actually a cover-up of a secret military operation called Project Mogul. And that okay. while the debris like was an alien stuff, it was actually a super high-tech weather balloon. Okay. So uh, this high-tech weather balloon was being tested out in Roswell because it was supposed to detect, like, nuclear activity that the Soviets were, like, carrying out. Uh, Mm -hmm. It was supposed to detect nuclear activity as a weather balloon. Yeah, so, like, it wasn't... They were testing it. They said it was like a regular weather balloon, but it was actually a fancy weather balloon made for spying on the Soviets. Yeah, well, why did the then why did the uh, the guy who was like the on the airbase and like knew all about the materials? Why was he like I've never seen anything like this before? Exactly. <laughs> uh, and they're yeah. like, well, these balloons are really big, and they had all this high tech equipment, and so you can misidentify it as a UFO, but you know it's a big balloon. Mm -hmm. And the Air Force, like, continued to release reports in the coming years about this crash and the Project Mogul balloon. Uh, They, like, audited all of the original paperwork and tried to, like, prove over and over again that, like, it wasn't aliens and uh, Butch and Marcel were just overreacting when they said it was a flying saucer. Like, it was a cover-up, but not that kind of (laughs) cover-up. Okay... But they also revealed in trying to go back and prove all this stuff that all the records from January to October in 1947 were destroyed. Oh. And it was not reported who did this, who ordered this, why it was done. They were just gone. Oh. I see. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So what what did they... So that's part of the cover-up then, they'd say? 
I guess. But like, how are you supposed to confirm every anything if all the documents are gone? Like, you can't confirm shit. You have nothing. You have, you have nothing. nothing. So oh my God. Let's go to theory number two, which I think will you'll find a little bit more compelling. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which is the government Anyways. covered up their cover up with a cover up, and the truth is. <laughs> aliens obvious see this is this is what i'm here for this is what we're here for yes and it's this theory is based on witness testimony ranging Uh from all those military people to civilians uh and it's all based on these statements so take it with a grain of salt because most of these statements were collected three decades or more after the incident yeah okay Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also know that, like, no physical evidence of all this alien stuff has ever been found. There's not well, been any weird metal that anyone could see. It's just gone. So the rancher, he just, like, saw that weird metal and he's like, oh, this is fucked up. And they just, like, threw it away. No. So uh, citizens around that area, people who, like, went to that site and were like, "Ooh, I'm going to try to get some stuff. They said that their houses were ransacked by police and the stuff was taken. <gasps> Including that guy? Uh-huh. <gasps> yep. What the fuck? This rabbit hole is so yeah. deep, Brandy. Yeah. yeah. So Holy shit. The first statement of interest comes from Mac Brazel himself, OG rancher. He apparently had an interview at the radio station in 1947 about the crash site and he telling them that it was probably a UFO and he had seen alien bodies there. Like, Mm -hmm. crazy stuff. Wait, wait. (laughs) Like, on the ground? Yeah, that he had found, like, all this weird stuff and then he had found alien bodies. That, like, takes it up a notch for sure. Holy shit. All right. I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. You get it, Max. You go. Yeah. And so the radio station was like, this is juicy shit. But they were told they were not allowed to air the interview by the FCC and the senator, Dennis Chavez. Why? They were just told they couldn't release it. (gasps) What? Uh Uh-huh. And so, uh, and then, like, to build off of what we were talking about before is that when the Air Force put out that statement that it was a weather balloon, suddenly Brazel recants any of the things he said about it being aliens. Mm-hmm. And then shortly after, neighbors reported seeing that he had purchased a brand new pickup truck. Oh. And then, soon after that, he left his job as a rancher to start a new business in a new town. <sighs> Get out of town. Uh-huh. So... Did he get paid off or was he getting so harassed by the media that he just wanted to blow all of his money and run? Unclear. 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 How nice of a pickup truck was it? A real nice pickup truck. Mm. Shiny. Hmm. Made out of metal that wouldn't crease. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) I'm suspicious. Yes. uh, You should be. So... Apparently, the military also reportedly threatened locals to keep quiet about it and, again, had their houses ransacked for, like, crash site materials. Huh. Uh-huh. Here's here's another one. So this is a statement from Ben Games, and this guy was the personal pilot for 
a real high up military dude named Major General Lawrence Craigie. So Major General is a hilarious title, by the way. He's, I think it's Major and a General. Major General. He's the Major General. He's not a General and he's not a lesser General or like a minor General. He's the Major General. He's a Major General. Anyway, mm-hmm. continue. <laughs> so Ben said that he flew Craigie to Roswell so he could examine this like crash wreckage stuff. Mm. But then a few hours later, he had to directly fly Craigie to Washington, D.C. so he could meet with the president. It's like, Hmm. why would this big hotty toddy guy have to do that if it was just weather balloon and sticks? Hmm. Mm-hmm. And even more compelling, a few months later, Craigie was promoted and founded Project Sign, which was the first official investigation of UFOs by the U.S. Air Force. <sighs> a coincidence? That is really weird. Mm-hmm. Huh. You might have gotten me. That mm-hmm. one's weird. That one's weird. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like... Why would he be put in charge of this force if he didn't have some sort of experience with alien stuff? Yeah, and like, why does this, why, why was this force, this, this whatever Air Force research thing program suddenly created to? Mm-hmm. Project Sign. Huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Here's, here's another one. This statement comes from Lieutenant Walter Hott, who worked at the airbase in Roswell, and he wrote a deathbed confession, which is just <sighs> oh so juicy. Oh, that is dramatic. Okay, yes. Uh-huh. Funny. And and this this confession could only be opened and read after he died. He claimed the drama. Mm-hmm. He claimed that the original photo taken in Raimi's office with all of the, you know, materials and Marcel posing with it. Uh was completely made up and that he had seen the real wreckage and he had seen alien bodies. What the fuck? Wait, what do they look like? Oh. 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 Share. Yeah. So this is crazy because he described what they looked like and then other military personnel reported seeing the bodies or also hearing about them secondhand. And the crazy thing is that all of their statements are the same. Tell me. <laughs> also the same with uh, the farmer dude as well. So oh, they describe a small humanoid, 3.5 to 4 feet tall, with a large head, large eyes. Just two holes for a nose and a thin slit for a mouth. <gasps> Ew. It's a, it's a gray. It's a gray. That's a gray, yeah. It's a gray. It's a, that's that's a short an OG gray. gray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, are grays short? Well, okay. How big was its head? Big. Big head. Big head. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. a gray for that's sure. That's a gray. Oh, yeah. my God. And they're supposed right? to be smart. And they were all dead when they, they hit dead. the floor. Yeah. 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 That's sad, really. Mm, they crashed. So, That's really sad. Yeah. Uh, there's also a testimony from civil engineer Barney Barnett, which is a very silly name. Wow. Okay. And I don't know he, if I can believe this. Yeah. And a group of his like archaeologist students. Um, 
apparently they reported seeing alien wreckage out there and bodies while in the desert. So, like, we've got lots of people seeing these bodies. Wait, they saw it in a different location? The same location that they had, like, snuck out there to look. Because it was, there were a few days between Mac reported it to the sheriff and, like, people heard the crash. And they, yeah, and like all these bodies are just like hanging out. It's weird that the farmers didn't go to the police sooner, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know why. Maybe it like crashed on a Friday and everyone wanted to enjoy their weekend. <laughs> these rotting gray corpses <laughs> yeah. in their like fucked up vehicle outside your house. But okay, exactly. Um, but all of this information is quite compelling, and. It can really only point to one of two options. One, hundreds of people are lying. And the military, who already admitted that they openly cover up stuff, is actually telling the truth this time. Or, aliens, baby. Fucking aliens, baby. Aliens. Aliens. You know what? You know what fucks me up is that... Yeah, like, either way, the photos were staged, for sure, confirmed. And I mean, that's what multiple people have said, but there's no proof. Well, isn't the government saying that it wasn't that kind of weather balloon at all? Oh, like, I'm looking well, at the... Yeah, that that is true. They said that it was a different kind of weather balloon. Yeah, like, I'm looking at the... What are they called? The Raimi photos, mm-hmm. and that yeah. definitely looks like some, like, a balloon. You know, yeah. it doesn't look like the the cool metal thing they're describing. It's just like sticks and aluminum foil that they have yeah. in front of them. They're giggling about in here. Right. Wow. And like, you'd think that Marcel, who knows so much about airline shit, wouldn't see a bunch of sticks and tinfoil on the ground and think like, this is magical metal. Like, he would know that that was a balloon if it was a balloon. Holy shit, dude. Uh-huh. What? It's pretty compelling. So, wow. So is that's the Roswell incident. I, I didn't actually incident. know what that. I didn't know a lot of it. I thought there was way less evidence than there actually is. There's a lot of evidence. No wonder people are so into this. Yeah. It's oh like, God. and it's coming from all of these like high ranking or intelligent or like well respected people that they're all saying the same thing, you know? Yeah. It's not a bunch of like, uh, you know, millennial uh, girls sitting in their bedrooms talking about spooky stuff. It's, <laughs> it's not that. Who? <laughs> uh, Who? But what? Okay. So what did the BuzzFeed guys think? The BuzzFeed guys think it's aliens. I think it is aliens. Even the white guy? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So let that be a lesson to all you listening. Even the white guy thought (laughs) it was aliens. He never thinks uh, anything is anything. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, This is amazing. And I think another, besides like us going to... West Virginia to go to the Mothman Festival. We should also go to Roswell to just fucking chill with the aliens and feel Uh, the vibes. Are we going to Naruto run into the base? Oh, I forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah, are you going to get into (laughs) that? Didn't go well. Yeah, it did not. 
Um, are you going to get into Area 51 or are you just you just want to share the I basic? Mean, I'm pretty isn't Area 51 synonymous with the Roswell base? I think so, but I think they took the aliens in there and poked them a lot or something. Yeah, I think that's where they took the aliens, but um that's it. I mean, yeah. that's good. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, I have a story I'd like to share with you. I um Please. I don't know if you used to watch the show when you were a kid, but it was called uh Unsolved Mysteries and um they rebooted it on Netflix and uh-huh. I just watched an episode with my family about this ufo that was like all over massachusetts and i want to tell you all about it (laughs) please do i um i never watched it because i didn't have cable so give it to me that's so tragic i'm gonna tell you about it right now thank you i also only could watch sailor moon by getting whatever vhs's were available at the blockbuster that's really sad yeah i'm so sorry it's okay i'm a damaged person but i'll make it through (laughs) man well Hopefully this will soothe your soul. Um, Thank you. So let's let's go back a little bit. Let's just let's just take it back about ten years to September first, nineteen sixty nine. The Berkshires in uh, Massachusetts, which is like a, a mountain range, so it's like Western Massachusetts. Um, in the towns of Great Barrington and Sheffield, which I checked with my mom, she's from Massachusetts. Those are real towns. <laughs> okay. So this has been fact checked. Um, so several things happened at the same time in this town. Um, so first of all, uh, a woman named Jane Green and was driving through her t- town, Great Barrington, and saw a huge flying saucer-like object in the sky. Um, there's There was two, so she saw that, there was mm-hmm. two children um one a teenager and one a kid tom warner and melanie kirchdorfer who were called actually being abducted and taken up into the ufo um yeah um and like the the and one of them tom they were all interviewed during this documentary um remember seeing melanie in the ufo and like looked over to her and saw her there um but they had not really met before um but they had just they had both been abducted by the aliens so that's that's one thing um and they both have a period of time where they had no recollection of what happened um but tom's friend saw him um run out of the house and for like because he heard well he says he heard a voice that told him he has to go home and um well he was at his friend's house and he ran outside and started to run home but he was his friend looked at him from out the window and she was interviewed too she said he was running in place for like five minutes and then he was then he just disappeared um like he vanished in front of her eyes or he like ran off he vanished in front of her eyes the fuck yeah and then he this is the kid who went up and he saw this other girl who he didn't know yet he met later and they had like a connection Um, but they saw each other and then after they didn't, don't really remember after that what happened, but they were dropped off in places that were like kind of near their house, Mm -hmm. but kind of far away. Like Tom was dropped off by like a lake that was like half a mile from his house. Melanie was dropped off like a little bit too far from her car. And they have like no memory, like time skip. Time skip. 
Of course. Yeah. A classic. Uff, you you must, you know? Mm. Um, so the, the best story, I think, is uh, that of Tom Reed, who has also been on Ancient Aliens and has his own website. So take that as you will. Good um, for him. You know what? He's... He's living the dream. Yeah. Um, so he was in a car with his family. He was like seven years old um, with his brother and his mother and his grandmother. So his mother was driving and his grandmother was in the passenger seat. So they were driving through a covered bridge um, when the car was filled with an inexplicable light, Ooh. despite it being after 9 p.m., which is around the time the other incidents happened. Yeah. Um, and the next thing they knew, three hours had passed and they were a mile away from where they had, had previously been in the tunnel. And but and they everything like besides that was the same, except for his mother and his grandmother had switched seats. So his grandmother what? was behind the wheel. But his grandmother never drove. She didn't drive. So she didn't. And this do happened that. so the whole family experienced this jump. Yeah. Um uh wow yeah and his mother uh nancy had seen an a flying object in the sky like a front of their car that looked like a hundred yard long turtle shell what yeah well, so magic turtle god i mean aliens yeah i don't know um i'm like a big fan of tom reed he's been at it for a yeah. really long time. He this is the third time he's encountered a spaceship. Um in nineteen sixty six he saw that turtle shell with Ooh. his brother. And then in the next year he saw uh that same turtle shell again. Mm. Um and then this car thing happened. Oh my god. He's like a hotbed for alien goodies. Yeah. But yeah, he he had it all reported. He had like letters he wrote, so did, you know. did he ever see aliens or just the ships? He does not describe aliens. Uh-huh. He describes the ship and being taken up into the ship. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But he also, he talks a lot about how he, n- like, has, like, has gotten telepathic messages from them a couple of times. Like, when the, f- like, the telepathic method, the, the, message that tom warner got um who's another little kid who was the one running in place that one Mm -hmm. from earlier on that same night in september Mm -hmm. 1st 1969 he has also received those kind of messages so take that Mm. as you will yeah um but yeah this this ufo sighting uh is a is a historical event actually that it's been called a historical event by the great barrington historical society um, and then there's a monument of a covered bridge placed in the site where Tom Reed spotted the UFO in 1969. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And it's, yes. it says on the plaque, it says uh, that this is paying tribute to the first historically significant and true alien encounter in the area. Wow. I mean, if you're a small town in Massachusetts, you got to you got to take what you can get. Yeah. And they uh, I don't know the town like people in the town believe it. Um, because they were there and yeah. it's fucking scary. But Whoa. of course, just like with your Roswell example, this is all like testimony. There's no, there's not even a piece of metal that you could have a testimony about. Right. It's right. all, we've just seen things and other people have seen things. I, uh, if it like, 
when all all these people are saying the same thing is when it becomes a lot more compelling. Yeah. Um Yeah, and you know what makes it more compelling is when the government <laughs> says that <laughs> there are UFOs. <laughs> that like yeah, I mean <laughs> because that's happened. That happened in April. Um but just like a lot of other shit was going on. So Nobody I don't so we're now we're talking about it now in July, which yeah. is not something I ever would have thought of myself that the government would just be like these are we don't know what the fuck this is and it's moving really fast and it's weird and I'm just like oh sorry I'm at work I can't <laughs> uh dang I mean like sure whatever but that's 2020 for you um it's, but now we're talking uh, about it it's it's like the craziest thing to ever happen and they must have done it on purpose to be like well nobody will care it's 2020 exactly yeah because these videos are from 2015 2017 2018 or at least they were uploaded to the internet then and then the department of defense went back in april and was like yeah these ones are real or kind of fucked up right i'm just Uh, i'm just saying like i was so thirsty for news in like 2018 why didn't they just throw me a bone well these i have seen some of these before um they're not that the videos themselves aren't they're kind of compelling but they're kind of like the more boring side of like uh ufo youtube because Mm -hmm. it's not like that little alien running around in mexico um (laughs) and it's not you know what i'm talking about yeah 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 yeah. Uh, um it's just it's it's footage from a, a radar and there are ships that are moving really fast but they're basically like dots that are moving really fast yeah um, and one of I them mean, kind you'd of think with all these iPhones nowadays, you would get some HD fucking content. Well, no one cared. Mm. I think the that there's some that kind of look like shooting stars that are kind of cool, but yeah, you can you can find these really easily. Um, just search real UFO videos, and you'll <laughs> you'll get them. But they look yeah. like really fast dots. But and and Mulder and Scully are just like, yep, it's real. Yeah, they've been telling us for so long. They've been telling us since the 90s. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in the so the Pentagon says it's real. And in the videos, there are objects hurtling against the sky. One is rotating against the wind, which was fucking weird to see. And the pilots, you can hear them saying like, whoa, it's going really fast. Like, what is that? Which <laughs> I think is my favorite part. Oh, my God. Um, I just think it's so wild that you can say the statement of the Pentagon says it's UFOs. Like, what? Yeah. What? Exactly. What happened to 1947 when everyone's going to try their hardest to tell everyone it's a balloon? They're just 2020, baby. It's 2020. 2020 is the year that the Pentagon decides to to lay down truths. Since when? Yeah. I mean, they didn't. They're not saying it's aliens, but they're saying we do not know what these flying objects are. They are unidentified. Yeah. Um, but they, they, it, and they're like, they look like they defy the laws of physics. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, so the, there's this, um, really eccentric guy who's a former Senate majority leader, Harry Reid, who was a Democrat from Nevada, who, has like devoted his life to researching UFOs and um, which is amazing that this man held a government position to me. (laughs) Um, That's 
that's what I wish for for my future. Um, But his quote was like, I'm glad the Pentagon is finally releasing this footage, but it only scratches the surface of research and materials available. And he's he's tweeting this. And Mm -hmm. the U.S. needs to take a serious scientific look at this and any potential national security implications. Whatever. That's not what I'm interested in. But the American people deserve to be informed. Sure. Yeah. Um, But release the tapes. Release the tapes. Release the tapes. I don't know. I just think it lends credence that there was a government official who said that. Not that he like had access to all that information, but you know. Um, but can I can you guess who is most excited about this news besides me? Is it someone I hate? No, no, no. Okay. It's someone I you know what you're never gonna guess. Do you remember Blink one eighty two? Uh yeah. You know, where are you? Who could forget? (laughs) And I'm so sorry. Mm, The ballad of a generation. I cannot sleep. I cannot dream tonight. Anyway, so that man, Tom DeLonge, Uh um, who was the guitarist and singer for Blink-182, gave up singing and founded the To the Stars Academy of Arts and Sciences, uh, which is a private company that collects and researches documents and materials related to unidentified aerial phenomena, which is UFOs. Wow, I wish I had more money than I knew what to do with. God yeah, if damn. You, <laughs> if you look at the website, it has like all these like scientists on the board and like physicists and shit. And then it's just like owner, Tom DeLong, <laughs> former guitarist and singer for Blink-182. And Fantastic. then if you click on his picture, it just goes, where are you? <laughs> and I'm so sorry. Is he um, talking to the aliens when he's saying that? Yeah, he, yeah, he is. <laughs> he just longs for them. Please. He's sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so he was psyched out of his fucking gourd about this. Mm-hmm. And he he said this is like, monumental news that was removed doubt around the authenticity of evidence in the public domain. I don't know if he was singing this while he said it. And I, I like to imagine in my mind palace that he yeah. is just, he's just power balloting all of this. I, I actually think he was crying. Well, during this next quote, but he mm. said, we believe that this level of recognition is exactly what is required to eliminate the extreme skepticism surrounding UAP, which means UFO, events, so we can finally move forward to sharing and analyzing reliable data from respected institutions, he said. After 70 years of misinformation, which we know about, because we, we, just, about. we just learned about that, it's time that we made progress to understand the extraordinary technology being observed during these events. It's time. 2020 it is the time. Fucking time. Like, uh, what's what's that one sentiment like might as well be true like might as well everything is so what the fuck like yeah throw in throw in aliens might yeah. as well why not yeah um yeah who cares yeah. um so i mean like on the other side astrophysicist on the other side that's not link 182 front runner mm. front singer front man Front person. Front runner of UFO uh, technologies and research. (laughs) Um, Astrophysicists do say that there could be explanations like atmospheric effects, reflections, bugs in the code of imaging and display systems. 
no. No, no, no. You can't know. No. Uh, <laughs> Astrophysicists, no. And then, I mean, this, and then they kept trying to give me more evidence that this wasn't real. The New York Times was like, no, 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 no. In 1954, President Dwight D. Eisenhower told reporters the Air Force had assured him that flying saucers were not invading the Earth from outer space. He said that in a statement, which is fantastic that he did have to say that. Yeah, but there's the thing. You said they're not invading. You didn't say they're not real. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. They're not flying around picking up random Joe walkers and dumping them at a lake. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, yeah, they're not. I think they're like um, archaeologists. Well, let me, before I get into my own thoughts and theories that are founded in fact and reality, mm-hmm. let mm-hmm. me just tell you some explanations for the for the Berkshires UFO alien encounter that are that Fine. people think. <laughs> you don't you don't want them. You don't want them. I mean, like it's fine. What? Okay, never mind. I won't tell you. No, tell me. I want to know about the the weather balloons of Berkshire. Okay. So the main theory is that it was an actual alien encounter and that it happened locally because they're, they, people called into a radio station like at the time, on that day, on that night, and 40 people called in and talked about their sightings. So Fantastic. It's like the Twitter of the 60s. Yeah. So um, I don't know. They have no reason to make up their stories and... It would be a really elaborate lie. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I think it's historically significant and true. And it deserves that monument. Um, There's also one theory that the Berkshires UFO alien encounter was revenge for the first moon landing. (gasps) (laughs) This is our moon, not yours. (laughs) it It was just over one month later after the moon landing. Yeah. I mean, that's putting a lot of significance of what the fuck humans are doing that I don't necessarily think aliens care about, but... Suspicious. Suspicious. Um, And then some people think it was made up for for fame. And there's... uh, There are studies that say, that talk about, like, why people might have these really clear memories of alien encounters whether it's like childhood trauma kind of like given this alien abduction encounter skin to kind of like distance yourself from it um yeah there are four people in a car at the same time having the same trauma fantasy that's that's not real (laughs) yeah I know. It's not it's not very compelling stuff besides the fact that it's just so wild of a thing to happen, but yeah. Sometimes weird shit happens. Yeah, I mean and and human brain is spaghetti. So like human maybe. brain is spaghetti. Maybe. Yeah. Um but my theory is that they're like sociologists, they're archaeologists, the aliens, I mean. Mm. And they're just mm-hmm. coming like maybe they came right after the moon landing because they're like, "Oh fuck, look what these little dudes did." And <laughs> they're coming they're to like, say, "Hey, they made it." Like if we saw like I don't know, a 
fish come out of the water for a sec and yeah. then like walk around for a bit and then turn around. We'd be like, oh, let's go look at that dude. Let's go check let's him go out. See let's what go that study guy. What's let's he, take some what's notes. He, what's he thinking about? Yeah. So I think they were just like, um, let's let's find out more about this. I want to know. I mean, if they could make it to us and they see a bunch of weird little dudes running around, why wouldn't you? I mean, if we saw a bunch of weird little dudes running around on Mars, we'd be all over it. Yeah, absolutely. We're trying to do that right now. Yeah. We have like we- a rover over there. We're like, come out, please. Yeah. Come hang and out with us. To those weird little microbes living in frozen ice, they're like, the fuck is this? Yeah. Rover creature monster god from space. <laughs> monster god? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I'm just a microbe. Dude, this is fucking me up. Yeah, what if so- we were just Mars and then they sent a lunar lander to us? Not a lunar lander because it's not uh-huh. the moon. Uh-huh. A rover to us. And then, I don't know, it gave us, like, superfood kombucha shakes and, like, spilled them on top of us and melted our ice. And then we (laughs) became lizards. And then that's Uh, how humanity started. I mean, like, yeah. As as accurate and compelling as any creation myth is, I'd say. I think so. I think so. Um, So uh, maybe this is a moot point, but... Uh, do you believe? Absolutely, mate. Yeah. I'm a thousand percent on board with aliens. Everything mm-hmm. else is kind of like, yeah, I like want to believe. But this is like, aliens are real. Mm-hmm. Um, We don't know what they are or what they want or what they're doing. But there is something happening. I mean, did they visit Massachusetts in 1969? Yes. Maybe. Yes. I, I'd say so. I think so. Yeah. I mean, what else? What else is that? What's that? That's not any yeah. sort of like beautiful, sexy weather balloon. Why mm. would it switch people around in their cars? Why would it make you run in place and then take you up into the big, big, fat, beautiful weather balloon? Uh, I don't know. Tell me. I don't. I don't. And Do you, you know, believe? Roswell, I, I mean, yeah, I'll believe like uh, the most compelling thing is four people in the car saying the same thing. That's wild. Uh, the Roswell though I'm like 100% that weird alien metal was real like they for certain found some weird alien thing I'm not sure if I believe in like the alien bodies because that sort of feels like an extra thing everyone sort of tacked on it's pretty cool though yeah it's pretty cool but I defo defo believe in like magic tinfoil yeah I think yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. But what would your bad advice be to someone, I don't know, who wanted to encounter aliens? Maybe yeah. maybe yeah. someone who's been thinking about them for a long time and just like wants to know about their culture and just kind of wants to know that there's something else besides this little shitty earth. Right, right. Well, I think my bad advice would be to um, just at random intervals, uh, unprompted, run out of your door. Say you need to go somewhere and then run in place for five minutes or so and uh, <laughs> attempt to vanish. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. That's that's my bad advice to you. Okay. My bad advice would be, I think, like, cover up the fact that aliens have crashed into your planet 
and then cover it up again. (laughs) Yeah. And that's like going to be really compelling and like really make people believe what you have to say. Right. Um, Admitting you are a liar is the best way to get people to believe you're telling the truth right now. Absolutely. Uh Uh-huh. A thousand percent. Especially with those fake ass faked photos. Come on. Okay, but Brandy, there's like, I don't even, I don't know if you know about this part, but I looked up the Ramsey photos and there's like this memo in one, in this one, in the general's hand, there's this memo and Uh you can kind of read it a little bit. And like people have been trying to decode what this, like this message, this telegram has said that he's holding in his hand, this memo. Uh And I think I'm going to be the one to crack it. I think you can. Uh, enhance. <laughs> enhancing. <laughs> oh, right. well, like while Hope is enhancing, uh, go on to our Instagram uh, at spooky shit, at spooky shit pod, at spooky shit, at spooky shit pod, spooky shit, spooky shit pod. I would, I would know. Um, and go see these pics for yourself or not, depending if Hope wants to upload them or not. And uh, just, just hang out with us. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here, and thanks for being our friends, and we're all happy here. We're riding the wave of positivity into the stars. We're here with Blink-182 and we're gonna find aliens. Work sucks. I know. (laughs) She left me rolling by the nest. So I'm (laughs) rolling by the nest.